I'm here with Elizabeth head football coach Chris Cates. Coach, uh, I think both you and I are expecting that to be a pretty close ball game against Madison. Well, and, I, uh, I don't think the final score was really uh, indicative of, of the game. I mean, it was it was uh, a one-score game going into the fourth quarter. You know, we got a, got a short field a couple times and you know scored a couple quick ones. But you know, for all intents and purposes, that was a one-score game. You know, right up until the end. Uh, anything that they did that you didn't expect? No, I mean they, you know, they are what they what they are. You know, they, you know, they, they throw a lot of misdirection at you. You know, and they had some success with some of their uh, some of their run game. Um, you know, I thought their quarterback had a really good game running the ball, and you know, a couple of their tailbacks did, did well as, uh, also. You know, they were tough tough up front. And like I said, it was you know it was a really close game. I mean, people see the final score and probably think that you know we walked away with it, but that wasn't the case at all. Any particular kids that you'd like to single out that uh, played well for you? I think Isaiah Thompson running the ball, you know, had probably the best game that he's had he's had all season. You know, I think I know I always keep bringing his name up, but he uh, he's really coming into his own in his senior year, and you know he's uh, you know he's been running like a man out there all season. Um, you know, defensively, you know, I think our defensive line, you know, played a pretty good game. Um, you know, collectively as a unit, uh, you know, with a couple times maybe uh, not following their keys, we got out of position a couple times, but for the most part in that game, I think they did a pretty good job overall. Yeah, I think they've been a pretty good offensive team. So to, to be able to hold them to eight points. Yeah. Well, I mean, we definitely bent. We definitely bent a lot in that game. We just mm -hmm. uh, they just couldn't get into the end zone, thankfully. And you know, there was a couple times where they got you know into into the red zone and, and couldn't score. So you know, they definitely had their chances. And uh, you know, I think our defense just did a good job stepping up. Okay, Wells this week. That's that's the game. The, that, uh, the one thing about Wells is you won't have to wonder what they're going to do. Right. They no, pretty they much haven't changed much. No, they don't have a lot of secrets. But you know, when they're uh, you know, when they're doing things as well as as they do, it's you know I don't see a reason for them to change at this point in time. They, uh, you know, they're very very well drilled. They don't make a lot of mistakes, and um, you know, and they're going to come right at you. You know, but they, I mean, they they show some wrinkles though. They threw in a halfback pass last week against uh, against Oak Hill, and you know, you know, they'll do some things. You can't you can't sleep on, you know, certain aspects of them. But they're uh, they're definitely a tough team, and you know, just seems like they reload every year. Yeah, you know, uh, I remember them coming to 7-on-7 seven seven, uh, back when Bates used to host yeah. it in, uh, on a Saturday, and everybody else is running shotgun and holding up cards to yeah. show people where to run. No, they're running waggle. Right. Nothing's changed, and I asked Rochi about that, and he said, hey, we're going to do what we do, and uh, that's it. We're not going to try to do anything fancy. And right. Well, and there's no reason to run another thing. If you're not going to run during the season, why would you waste time working on it in the summertime? Yeah. You know, and I think they've... You know they've done they've done a good job with that. You know they you know they've got their system on defense, they got their system on offense, and you know and the, you know I'm sure they run those those same two things at the uh, at the youth levels. You know when these kids come up, knowing how to run it, and that's uh, you know they've really built a good program over there. I can remember when I first uh, came back to coaching at Oak Hill, we scrimmaged them, and I'll tell you what, the one thing that I would always say, Haley Haley and I both agreed. He said, well. Irregardless of what the outcome of the scrimmage is, you're going to get the physical. Right. It's going to be physical. I mean, they are a very physical team. Right. Well, and I think you know a lot of that comes from their weight room, and you know they've got a beautiful facility on there, and even better one now. I right. hear they even the one that they used to have. They built a new one. I oh hear. yeah, this wow. big multi-million dollar facility. But they, uh, you know, they, you know, you can just tell by looking at some of their kids. They have good dedication to it. You know, they're definitely putting the work in. You know, it's not. You know, it doesn't happen by accident. You no, can, you can have the room there, but right. <laughs> they're gonna, not going to do anything but with it. You can tell that their kids are really dedicated to it and uh, you know and that's you know we're trying to get there ourselves with, with our uh, off-season lifting and you know it's you know we had averaged about 25 kids this past year and we nice. you know we only, we only roster about 32 so it's not you know it's not too yeah. terrible but it's uh, you know we're trying to build our numbers up and yeah. you know I think they've kind of set the set the bar for what you know everybody else in class D needs to kind of step their game up to. 
I had a question I'm going to ask each of the coaches this week, an article in the paper and uh, about Orono High School. And I know Bob Sinclair very well. Yeah. He's been a tremendous coach. This is his 37th year, actually. Um, they only uh, suited up 13 players in the game uh, on Thursday uh, last week. How much is, what's your number? What, what, what's any small school, where does it get where Jeez. school needs to do something different? I mean, I think if you get less than 18 kids, you're, you're having a hard time playing, playing a football game. I mean, that's, you know, that's the bare minimum. You're playing freshman at that, at that point. Oh, sure. you know, and it's, um, you know, to make it through it, make it through a game with no in injuries, probably 18. I mean, but if you want to be competitive, I mean, I think if you've got less than 25, it's tough to do. You know, I know, I know there's always exceptions to the rules and, you know, but even a few years ago though, when they, uh, um, I think it was the year we went to States last, um, you know, Orono had, had a really good team, but they only had 16, 17 kids on the roster. You know, that was when they had uh, the good quarterback there and, um, I can't remember the kid's name, but they, uh, they won states in baseball. They beat us in states in baseball that year. Kid was a pitcher, but they. Uh, so I mean, they had small small numbers that year too. And so I think they've been used to it the past couple of years. But uh, I mean, geez, I mean, anything can happen in a football game. If you got less than 18, I mean, it's I don't know how you finish a season. I mean, with 13, the kid, you know, gets hand stepped on. He's come on, have somebody look at it. Where are you going? Right. We we need you in there. What are you talking I mean, about? You kind of have to tip your hat to those guys. Yeah. I mean, going out there and yeah. you, know, you know, showing a little bit of pride and you know, you know I hope they can finish the season. But it's. Uh, you know, one one injury kind of kind of derails that. The um, now I know I've I went up to the main game to open the season and we, I sat with Bob uh, during the game and their youth program is very healthy. They've got a lot of good kids coming. If they can just weather this, you know, I'm not so sure. He didn't really talk about whether or not they would do uh, either an uh, an e league or a, or an eight man program for a couple of years. Right. I said I think that's one of the things the MPA is going to have to decide. A team's going to be able to go into one of those situations for a year, come back out, or is it a two-year commitment? What's right. the because you and I, you know, your school has to have a schedule, right? And to find out, oh, they're not they're not in this year, right? You got to start all over again, and nobody wants an open date in the middle of the year. No, and that and that's kind of been the, you know, I think Class C is a great is a great thing, but I think just how how late decisions have been made on some on some of these teams has, has been tough for the scheduling committee, and you know, this year wasn't as bad. Cause I think I think most of the announcements were pretty early on, and. Um, you know, and I think the teams that dropped down, you know, it made sense for them to do that. Um, but, you know, so like Diego down there, that's another example. Of, you know, strong program. They're having, a, they're having some success, but they, you know, they don't have a lot of kids. No. You, know, you know, 20 kids or whatever. Yeah. And it's it's just tough. It's tough to play a full season with that, yep. you know, limited number. You know, and then your, your freshmen aren't getting JV reps and they're not, you know, so it's, you know, how, how much better can you get, can you really get your younger kids when they're, you know, when they're only practicing? Right? Yeah. Well, and if you only have a, few numbers and they're playing the game you're probably not going to play JV right. that's the other thing you're right. probably going to give that up well coach good luck against Wells and I will see you next Tuesday right. appreciate it had to do it a different day this week but I, and I appreciate it